everyone, and welcome to the Brain Yield Podcast. I'm your host, Vab, and this is The Guy. <laughs> the Guy. The Guy. On today's episode, not all of us are going to make it. How's everybody doing? <laughs> Sorry, I have to laugh. I'm always laughing. Okay. We're back. We're back in the States and we are here for the fire of the crypto market. We're here. We're back. We made it. We made it back from Medellin, Colombia, thinking that it was going to be okay. And then the lunar eclipse happened and it was not okay. Is that what it was? I, I thought it, I thought it was yeah. a blood moon. Was it, oh, it was a lunar eclipse. It was a lunar eclipse. Oh. Maureen, she's right, as always, predicting it, getting it right, and all of us just suffering through the pain because we do not listen. How have you been, the guy? I have been pretty good. You know, just enjoying my... my uh, what are you enjoying? You're enjoying what? All the news that's coming out every second? Are you enjoying being right? Was I right? Did I say something... Well, you did say, again, you did say... In what November, did I say? You said we are going... I remember you said in November 2021, this is the top. Well, but did I say something the last time we had a podcast about... I think price? you were drunk last time we had a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you were drunk, you were high, I don't know, but I don't... Okay. No, but as far as predicting this, this long bear market, because throughout 2022, everybody in here remembers that you always have people on crypto Twitter saying, this is it. Anytime any rally would happen, it was always, this is it. We're going back to the bull. And you would always say, this isn't it. I don't know what anybody's oh, yeah. talking about. Oh, this definitely. isn't it at all. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not enjoying being right about that because everybody, I mean, I also want mm-hmm. just the bull market. You know, everybody does. But um, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. And here we are now in 2022. And I want to start off this podcast uh, with a quote from Dan Held. Let's go. He tweets, Today, we survived the 2012 bear market. We survived the 2014 bear market. And we survived the 2018 bear market. We'll survive this one as well. You're here. Amen, brother. Amen. How, <laughs> how many bear markets have you been through? Me? Yeah. I think this is my third one. This is my third one. You have like scars or you have like warrior or actually, scars. How many bear markets have I been through? This is my this is my second one. This is your second one. Well, yeah, okay. yeah, because I didn't really get it, like investing into crypto until like 2016. So yeah, and I, I I haven't been I haven't been active in crypto Twitter for years. I started being active in 2021 and. And I don't, I don't know. I mean, I've heard about Bitcoin, yeah. you know, and like I said before, I was a big like hard money guy. I used to hoard silver yeah, and all yeah. that. And I, you know, like I said, like yeah. one of my biggest mistakes was not like trading all my silver for Bitcoin when it was yeah. like, under a hundred bucks. But because I was, it was just, I was just, a, you know, it was just too new. It was, you know, and yeah. I hadn't done my research, so. Hey, I, hey, listen. You're still You're still early. You're still early. You're still early. Yeah, no, we're still early. And and with the price right now, you're still early. No, 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 it's all good. It's, <laughs> it's, it's all fine. Good. It's fine. 
but yeah, no, I found out about Bitcoin in 2011, actually, because I, I, I used to watch Max Kaiser back in the day when he was in Paris. But I didn't start investing until like 2015, 2016. Was it, I know that, you know, I, I don't think that, the, that this is over. I think that we are just early, that these corrections have to happen. These 80% corrections, the, you know, the fire has to keep on burning. Yeah. But I don't, this, I mean, this, this bear market, I just feel has been so dramatic. Yeah. Uh, but as more adoption happens, it's going to get more dramatic every time we have a bear market. Sure. So let me just run over uh, with our audience. If you've been, if you haven't been active, what actually had occurred in November, November 8th, we have the FTX collapse. Many people on crypto Twitter were questioning SPF for quite some time. We're questioning Alameda and what were they really researching? <laughs> Apparently nothing. <laughs> I had to wreck you. <laughs> Apparently nothing. Yeah. And nobody really was able to get like, their way in because you question SPF. Think about it. You question this dude that has billions of, of dollars, his right. net worth, who's buying arenas, right. celebrities. Everybody bought into the cult of personality of Sam Bankman free. It's just a human psychological thing. We love heroes. You know, we love, we love idols. But the, in November, everything comes crashing down for him. And when this crashes, we have the rest of crypto reacting and it comes crashing down as well. Sure. So we have CZ Binance tweeting on a Monday. Right. Saying that he's going to sell his FTT. Then we have SBF and we have Caroline from Alameda responding to CZ Binance. Caroline that doesn't believe in stop losses. Caroline. Where, where is Caroline? And we haven't heard from Caroline. If you're here, drop us a DM. So we have SVF and we have Caroline replying to CZ Binance. And within a day of this back and forth between CZ Binance and SVF and Caroline, on a Wednesday, I wanna say so much has happened by the way, I'm so sorry if I get this timeline incorrect. That same week, Wednesday, FTX files for chapter 11 bankruptcy. So crypto Twitter reacts and everything's on fire to make matters worse. Within a day of filing for bankruptcy, we get a hacker going into FTX. Right. And this hacker right now, right now we are November, where are we right now? Today's November, November 21st. We have no, November 21st? Yeah, it's three, two days left for, for Thanksgiving. Oh. Three days left. Well, this man is certainly preparing for Thanksgiving because this hacker right now is one of the largest ETH holders and he is just dumping He's away. one of the largest what? ETH holders? Yeah. Oh yeah. FTX hacker dumps 50,000 ETH, still among the top 40 ETH holders and is reported by Cointelegraph 40 minutes ago. Okay. A little hopium for ETH holders. <laughs> the on-chain data is showing uh, more buying than selling of ETH for the last seven days. So, yeah. Well, light a maybe, candle. Maybe people are, yeah, light a candle. Maybe it'll turn into a big green candle. So all this is going on and then we have crypto Twitter being active. Oh wait, Elon gains power. Elon finally owns Twitter in between all of this. So this right. is great for Elon. Elon actually, Elon, Elon doesn't gain ownership like during this time period. He gained it, I want to say a few weeks prior. Right. But this is, this is great for Elon because right. I mean, the media exposure here for Twitter. I also, you don't know, Elon always is on, comes out on top. 
Always, that's always. His, that's his thing. Always. He actually said that he was approached. Did you see the Elon thing where they they projected a bunch of like uh, ad hominem attacks on the ti- on the side of the Twitter building on, in San Francisco, and they it looks like it was like a projection. At oh, yeah. <laughs> he's a, he's a man child. He's yeah, a narcissist. Like, what was it like intergalactic man child or? It was like a, a bunch narcissist. Of narcissist like, yeah, oligarch. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, Elon also starts firing everybody. Space Karen. That was the best oh, one. Oh, Space Karen. He's a Space <laughs> Karen. But Elon, Elon gets a hold of Twitter, fires, I don't know how many people. Yeah. Um, CZ Binance, the second week of November, starts the feud with SVF. By the way, we have seen pictures of him on the Bahamas roaming around. This so wasn't he's just like chilling, playing video games, chilling, not a word, not a care in the world, just like totally. We're gonna get back to this uh, point in a second. All right. Uh, we have Caroline. We don't know where Caroline is. Her journal, by the way, gets a lot of views on on crypto Twitter. Her it what? Talks, well, her journal actually was like um, her diary. Her diary, her oh, online yeah. blog. Oh, yeah, yeah, talking about um, her choice in men and crypto and her views on crypto. I don't follow Karen on like that. I didn't read it, but that one comes out. Then we have FTX filing for, for bankruptcy. I want to say over a hundred companies are affiliated with FTX. So the damage, we still have not seen the end of this. Then we have the FTX hacker stealing, I don't know how much ETH. He, he becomes one of the top ETH holders. And in all this brew, BitBoy becomes a hero. <laughs> Really? <laughs> because BitBoy has been calling for SBF shit that's for true. quite some that's time, true. That's and everybody true. like was like making fun of BitBoy, and BitBoy was like, "Nah, man, I'm holding strong." SBF, SBF, and that FTX is a circus. Yeah, and that's right. Yeah, You're right. and Twitter Spaces, hosted by Mario, becomes the place to be. Mario, the one that was working at Dunkin' Donuts. No, that's not Mario. That's not Mario. Mario. Okay. Um, so you told me something that like the host of the Twitter. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Wait a minute. So much has happened. Also, by the way, that same week, a Twitter space comes up in the middle of the night that they had found SBS playing his supposed playing that he was escaping from the Bahamas to Argentina. Okay. And it was hosted by I forgot who it was, and he he works at Wendy's in the middle of this no I love no like you have to do what you gotta do you gotta love crypto and in the middle of of people like on Twitter space saying yeah we found his jet we're gonna take him down he's like hey listen um I have to like shut it down because I have have an early shift I have to like fry some biscuits or some donuts I gotta go do what I gotta do it's the bear market guys (laughs) so he shuts down Twitter spaces but um, crypto Twitter's left with straight out image. of a meme, like straight out of that meme with the guy working with like Wojak at McDonald's. <laughs> this is, hey amen. The Netflix series is gonna come out of this oh, year. Oh man, the Netflix series is gonna, gonna be, be crazy, amazing. Yeah. But I wanna take a f- look. When I'm going through all of this information in a week, I, I some things came out for me, and I wanna go over these things with you. Uh, because this episode is not about going over what happened during that horrible week in crypto Twitter. We all know already right. all the drama that occurred. But I want to take this episode with you to go over some major themes that came out of it. So one of the most important things out there, and it's for all of you to pay attention, is that even the biggest crypto 
influencers or the ones that had large amounts of following didn't know a simple rule that's crypto 101 which to me that was a little bit alarming not your keys not your coins not your coins self-custody is just basic Crypt basic bitcoin crypto or crypto like bitcoin crypto 101 and this was something that I, I think scared me a little bit because when I entered one of the spaces, I forgot which one because there were so many happening. There was this person who spoke out and I went into her profile. I'm not gonna name any names. She has over 10,000 followers. And um, you know, she went ahead and she basically said, you know, thank you for hosting this big Twitter space. So informative. I have been, you know, in involved in crypto for so for, for so long, but I didn't really know the value of self-custody until FTX happened. And I was like, huh? Yo, like you've been giving crypto advice to your followers for a minute. You have over 10,000 followers. Self-custody is just 101. It's like basics of this. Yeah. So like, what do you think about the guy when you have these people that have thousands of uh, followers and they don't know the, the simple principle of self-custody? Like, what does that say to you? That says to me that the quality of I guess not all influencers are created equal. Yeah. You can't judge a book by its cover just because you have a lot of followers doesn't mean that you have the best information or that you're the most knowledgeable. That's what it says to me. And it also says to me... It also says to me that, I mean, even though it's a trope by this point, it is early and we're still very early. This is a, a nascent industry where the people who supposedly have like knowledge about the industry are themselves just going through a learning process still 100 percent. and also i mean looks can be deceiving how many of those followers are bots and also yeah sure that's know. what i mean like just because you have a lot of followers doesn't mean that they're organic or that you know or that you're providing good information you really have to do your own research in, in crypto do your do you diligence. have to do your due diligence and do your own research yeah Another point that came for me when all this was happening was, I don't know if you remember this. Actually, I think you do. Do you remember what happened prior to COVID? Prior all, to COVID? All those CEOs. What oh, happened with yeah. us? Tell the audience what happened with those CEOs. Right. So, so. just like, the, like two or three months before COVID happened, there was a record. We talked about this. We talked yeah. about this in the last podcast about in the traditional yes. uh, financial market, there was a a record number of like executive level, a record number of CEOs and corporations and, and banks and other mm -hmm. uh, financial financial institutions resigning. And it was like record level, like unprecedented. And everybody wondered like, what was that about? And then a couple boom. months later, boom, you have a, you know, the, a big crash. And this was happening in crypto. Yes. We talked about this. Yes. We we discussed this. That what would what what does this mean? Well, what it meant was that there was a big crash coming. You know, that's two for two. When it happens again, I mean, you already know. Yeah, it was like record number. I was like, why are these people leaving? But then I was like, you know what? History repeats itself. Definitely. Every time I was like, let me look back at the last time that all these CEOs, all these executives were leaving office what happened well a month and a half later we have covid well right now we had well at the time that we were like going over it in october medellin and we did that podcast we were saying hey man what what's going on with all these like, ceos and boom what happened a month later we have the collapse the ftx collapse basically right 
So is there a parallel? Is we don't know, but it's just just so perfect well, it's just timing. It's just perfect timing. Yeah, yes, it's for them. interesting. I mean, I I doubt that it's not court. That there's yeah, not yeah. some something going on there. You know, I'm sure. You know, a lot of these people did have some sort of insider information, or because it's just too much. Yeah. You know, there were too many of them, so there must have been something that they knew. The third thing that I basically saw, and one of the things um, I was, I was just saying to myself, I mean, honestly, do you really think this? The discussions, the endless discussions of how much time was SBF gonna do in jail. And I'm like... Zero. <laughs> SPF is not going to do any jail time. This man was still tweeting a few days ago. There's images of him chilling and roaming in the Bahamas. This man is acting like he's not going to jail because he knows he's not going to jail. Don't forget, I mean, SPF, one of the reasons that I never liked him, I never got on the SPF bandwagon. And, you know, everybody that knows yeah. me online knows that I never liked SPF. But one of the reasons I never liked him is because I knew that his family had deep connections to the to the government. Yes. You know, and as we have all found out now, like we, we know what his brother does, what his what his parents do, what his aunts and uncles do, and and as you can see, like they're part of the establishment. So I just never trusted that. I never trusted SBF. Yeah, and you know, and because of that. And for I know that for you, whenever you did mention it, you were you were attacked. Because I'm, right now, it's okay to say, hey, you know what, he's a douche, I never liked him. But think about it. A few months back, hey, a few weeks back in October, if you spoke out against SBF and his billions, yeah, I mean, you were looked down upon. And yeah, I mean, now that's... it's not, that's not the case. And with that being said, the next one, the next thing I notice is CZ, Binance is our hero. And let me just say this right now. SPF can't be trusted. <laughs> don't, 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 you know <laughs> no, what I mean? you can't like, trust don't anybody. Don't make the same mistake twice. Like, don't make the same mistake twice. You can't idolize individuals. It doesn't matter who they are, how much money they make, or how influential they are. They, you know, you can't do that. And you know, if you think like CZ is better than SPF, like I don't know, you know. No, I mean he You're came. Fucking up, I guess. He came out on on one of the the spaces, and to me, I'm like, man, I mean, like, I'm sure CZ is the equivalent of SBF, but just on the Eastern Hemisphere, as far as like government ties and corruption and, and all of that. No, yeah, I mean, I, I to me, I, I, I don't trust any any of these people. I you know, I trust. found out that no one really knows who owns Binance because in oh. all the ownership uh, articles, of, you know, all the uh, corporate articles of a corporation, all that stuff, it says like that the owners are, it's re the owners are referred to as the parties who own Binance. And when you try to find out like who are these parties, you just, you know, you get to like a dead end. There's no more information. So CZ so is nobody, the face? So no one really knows like who owns Binance. Is it CZ? Is it a group of investors? Is it the Chinese government? Like no one knows. There's not a lot of transparency there. So I don't think Binance or CZ are necessarily better than, I don't think that Binance and CZ yeah. are, are better for crypto than than SBF was. They're just two sides of the same coin, in my opinion. So for you, I, I would say that what you use probably a decentralized exchange like DYDX. I only use DeFi. It's all about DeFi. There was a big confusion. I'm so glad that you did say that, as I yeah. want you to talk about that a little bit more. Okay. 
there's a huge confusion that I saw in the space. A lot of people said, oh, FTX is DeFi, and this is DeFi, and this is DeFi, because the word DeFi is thrown around so much, but there isn't, but I feel that as a whole, crypto Twitter is confused on many things, but one of the biggest things is what really is DeFi? Because there were some people that were like, oh, I thought that FTX was DeFi. Right. So can you explain to our audience? Um, well, I mean, DeFi is usually organized it's it's instead of a corporation mm-hmm. that has shareholders or, or a majority owner, it's organized with DAO structure, a decentralized autonomous organization where all the token holders share ownership of the entity and it runs on a protocol that functions on smart contracts so that there's no third party intermediary. You know, DeFi, like the core DeFi is right now is like the lender borrower protocols like Aave, Maker, okay. Compound, and all the other ones. For, for Derivative trading. exchanges mm-hmm. like GMX and DYDX, decentralized exchanges like Uniswap and, and SushiSwap. And to, you know, to be in crypto, this is, this is what we should like be using. Ethereum, all running on Ethereum, yeah. which I mean, again, like you can argue that like it's not, there is no DeFi because Ethereum is, you know, the way that it functions is sort of centralized because like it runs on Amazon servers and this and that. But it's it's better than a straight up company like FTX. I mean, it's a better, I mean, even though it might not be completely decentralized, mm-hmm. like it's still further along um, in the decentralization, how do I word this? The scale, like the, not a scale, but uh, I have to edit all this shit out. It's going wonderful, by the um, way. There's no need for it. Well, I'm just I'm tired because I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. It's okay. I have like brain fog. But you know what? So far, it's going great. Yeah, sure. But I mean, it's going great. <laughs> <laughs> we're hold, we're holding on here. We're holding on. We're doing good. We're doing good. No, but I mean, you know, even though Ethereum is not completely decentralized, it's better than the centralized exchanges like FTX and Coinbase. Coinbase and Kraken and Binance and wait, 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 wait. If you're going to use one, I highly suggest Kraken though. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but still some some of these like centralized solutions are better than others. Yeah. Or more trustworthy. Better than again, like something that aims to be decentralized is better than something that is by definition, centralized. The next theme, and I think the last one, which is the most important, people were going back and forth and talking about, you know, is the state going to come in and rescue us? Is it better for regulation to happen or is it gonna happen? Hey, I honestly feel, call me conspiracy theorist, I honestly feel that he was a plan SPF and that this was for regulation to come. Because as soon as this man files for bankruptcy, Boom. We have statements from different outlets from the government saying that we need crypto regulation. So if you think that so it's think not that, coming. So you think that, that this whole thing was allowed to happen? I think this was allowed to happen so that the, so government, that the government could use it as an excuse to impose, to, to impose regulation. Right. I think that they also allowed it so that they can get people to be even more doubtful of crypto or Bitcoin. Because okay. now, if you talked, uh, you know, which by because the way... Because I think that the government was going to regulate this industry... No matter what. No matter what. 
So but I, can I don't think that they necessarily needed like some sort of excuse to do so. I think that that's what they were, they're going to do. That's what they've been planning to do. That's what they're working on. I think at, also the, at the same time, I agree with you that this whole this, the FTX the FTX thing is also a great catalyst for regulation, and it does whether on yeah. whether on purpose or not on purpose, it does give the government yeah. an excuse to regulate heavily. Yeah. Um, so I guess like my main concern is that I wonder how draconian or how severe these regulations will be. Will they make like self custody? Custody. Self custody is my main concern. You know, like yeah. will they make that illegal? We'll see. Like that that would be crazy. I think that they did use this to create uh, an excuse to say we need tight regulation. We also I think that they they also allow this to happen because hey, don't forget, C B D C's they're coming and people can go ahead and say hey you know what i don't trust crypto and the government can like say like you said that like cbdc's it sounds like a band or something <laughs> <laughs> hey i don't trust crypto but the government can say this isn't crypto this is different okay okay so i honestly feel that he was a plan you say cbdc's cbdc's yeah, yeah sorry when you say like cbdc it sounds, oh. it sounds like a band. <laughs> i'm putting a little jingle to it okay <laughs> So that's like these are the main topics that for me these main themes that came out of this this fire right also i looked at my calendar to look at the next lunar eclipse situation because this thing freaked me out when is it it is actually check this out okay i'm going to pop it up right now so when is the next according to you when do you think is the next um start of the bull market um i mean i don't know that if you were to but i would say that sometime after the next bitcoin having which is projected to be sometime in like the second quarter of 2024 okay so i would i wouldn't expect a bull market until after that after you know, after the second quarter of 2024 lunar next lunar eclipse march Don't get too close march 14 2025 march 14 2025 sell your shit. okay you're done because it's going to go down. <laughs> well, that might be the first major correction of the bull market. Yeah. That might coincide with that. Brand New Podcast is letting you know now, right now, we're giving you... Giving uh, you like an 18 months heads up on that. 18 months. I'm sure Marine, my homegirl, is going to go ahead and tweet it out as well one day. March 14th, 2020... Sorry. March 14th, 2025 is the next lunar eclipse. Pack your shit. Get stable. Sell. Do what you gotta do. Yeah. Get out because we'll take your profits take it's the main thing let's all take our profits this yeah. time please take some partial profits uh march yeah. what is it march 14 2025. 2025 yeah well that is it i want to say though uh, we know that we haven't been consistent with how many episodes we do we've been loving our feedback and we are planning i know we'll be saying this but for real this time yeah we are planning on giving out planning on hiring mm -hmm. an editor so that we can just not have to spend time doing that and just record and maybe give you know be able to publish more podcasts more regularly we hired someone from ftx media i'm <laughs> 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 gonna give her a job i'm just kidding yeah. um oh, no. well those people need jobs right now that's for sure so i'm so sorry but anyway um we are going to be hopefully giving out more podcasts i i enjoy um, doing this with you it's a chance for us to just chat see what's going on and producing this 
for our audience. Yeah, I like it. I enjoy it as well. We've also been producing so much content. Actually, the guy has been producing so much content. And you can find all this information on Aave and on-chain analysis, yeah. on how to get free Bitcoin on the Brainio.net website. Brainio.net. Check it out. And show us some love on our tweets. If you like it, hit a like button. If you love it, share it around and make a, make a nice quick comment. Anything else, the guy, before we go for this one? That's it. Just be safe out there. And then start uh, DCA. This is the time. This yeah. is the time to start a community if you haven't already been doing so. Dollar cost average. Yeah. That's true, my friend. Dollar cost average. All right. Stay safe, y'all. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.